the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every day. Compulsive behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas, and it is a hot one. I hope you're in air conditioning and or by a pool or somewhere, or have a glass of lemonade, something to keep you cool because it is really hot out there. But you know what? We're on fire for, for our relationship with Jesus Christ and our freedom here at KKHT Studios. You know, I've been away for the last couple of weeks, and we played uh, reruns, and I apologize for that, but sometimes life gets really busy. It's uh, always a, a honor and a privilege to be here live with you and to talk about freedom in Jesus Christ because you know this this show is about people think about bondage and and even our 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 introduction that Marsha does such a good job with there it talks about bondage in terms of drugs and alcohol codependence and then we say other things but you know people tend to think about bondage just in terms of addiction and people tend to think about bondage. Some people even think about it in terms of demonic um, possession or demonic influence. Uh, And, you know, Jesus went around freeing people uh, during his ministry. You know, that's Jesus's signature ministry is, is deliverance. He delivered people from, from bondage. Uh, He delivered people from sickness. He delivered people from, from illness. He delivered people from whatever demonic spirits were tormenting them. But, you know, in 2022, the enemy has become much more sophisticated and subtle. People are in bondage for all kinds of things, alcohol, drugs, substance abuse, pornography, adultery, lust, gossip, manipulation, covetousness, pride, envy, bitterness, jealousy, divisiveness, negativity, always complaining. You ever known anybody that you just walk the other direction because you know that you're going to get unhearful? Uh, Jezebel spirit, divisive spirit, orphan spirit, spirit of abandonment, worry, fear, anxiety, depression, bitterness, revenge, lack of forgiveness. It goes on and on and on. And God did not create us to be like that. God created us to be free. I promise you that Jesus wants you to have the enemy came to steal, kill and destroy. But Jesus wants you to have the abundant life and the abundant life of freedom. And part of the problem, of course, is in our society the world is, uh, Jesus said, my peace I leave with you. I do not give you as the world gives you. I give you peace. And the only way to really have that peace 
is to have a relationship with him. And the only way, I think, to truly be free from addiction or any of these other matters that I mentioned that may hold you in bondage is to have a relationship, the kind of relationship that Jesus Christ wants to have with you. You know, in Revelation 3.20, Jesus says, I stand at the door knocking. I stand at the door knocking, and if anyone would answer that door, I want to come in and dine with him. I want to come in and fellowship with him. He want, you know, Jesus needs to be your best friend. You can tell him anything, no matter what you're going through. You know, folks, he already knows to begin with, but, but anything. He wants you to come to him with your frailties, with your mistakes, with your problems, because he's, he's got a better way out than you do. Jesus' plan is always, God's plan is always better than our plan. I've learned that in my life because I, I, I lived according to my plan for a long time, and that didn't work very well. I want to turn our attention to, and, and what I'm trying to tell you is if you're listening to this and you say, I'm not addicted to drugs, uh, I'm a believer, I can't be in bondage. Well, we're all subject to getting trapped up in this world and to having influences that have a negative effect on our life, that separate us from our friends and our family, that that keep us from reaching our true destiny, and most of all, separate us from the kind of relationship we want to have with God. And this program and, and my ministry is about trying to, to get people to understand that they're, whom the sun sets free is free indeed, and you can have that kind of relationship. You can have that kind of freedom. You know, this country was founded, uh, just a declaration of independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator. That's in the Declaration of Independence. This is <laughs> the founding fathers believed in God. They trusted in God. They put God in in all of our our founding documents, are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Those among them are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Jesus wants you to be free. And he, he provides a way to be free, and that is, is, is to rely on him, to come to him, to trust in him in everything you do, to trust in him to set you apart. You know, we're a royal priesthood. We are children of, the, of, of God. We're his sons and daughters, and that's the way he, he wants to treat us. God loves nothing better than to be your daddy, to be Abba, as the Bible says, to cry out to him. Whatever you're going through, I urge you, take it to him. Take it to him and believe that he can set you free. In Luke chapter 4, verse 18, we see it's in red letter. Jesus said it. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty, that same word, liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Do you know that when Jesus speaks, he creates? <laughs> look, look, look at your Bible. Look at Genesis. God didn't wave his hand. He didn't do anything else. He spoke. He spoke, and there was light. He spoke us into existence. When Jesus speaks, he creates. Look at John chapter 1, where the word became flesh and came to dwell among us. The word was there in the beginning, and all things were created by him and through him and for him. When Jesus speaks, he creates, and he wants to. When you get this down into your bone marrow, into your mind, into your heart, and into your soul, he wants to set you free. I promise. I promise he does. Freedom is, is, is what he wants for you. And, and I lived my life, much of my life, in bondage. At first it was for my career, for money, 
for prestige for these kinds of things and and then it became other things uh, pleasures of the flesh and alcohol and these these kinds of things and and i got further and further into bondage and so many of us do and it, it may not be any chemical substance it may just be fear and anxiety and depression and worry or or you can't forgive somebody for from something that happened to you 30 years ago or your parents disappointed you let me tell you messed up people will mess you up you are always going to run into people. The people are going to disappoint. There's only one that's not going to disappoint you. Only one whose promises are always true. And that's our creator. That's God. And his word is in the Bible. And this Bible provides. It's You remember in school when you had a test and, and the teacher said, this is going to be an open book test. Man, that was awesome. Because you could look up the answers. Well, this life is an open book test. And these answers are in this beautiful, living document that I'm holding in my hand. It's called the Word of God. It's called the Holy Bible. The answers are there. Paul writes in Galatians 4.31, he says, We are free. In Galatians 5.1, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. Do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Well, the bondage is out there everywhere. You know, turn on the news. You can get in bondage. I don't care if you're left, you're right, you're in the middle, wherever you are. You can listen to that news for a while and, and get real upset and get real worried and get real fixated on it and blame this guy or that guy or this woman or that woman or, or this party or that party. You know, you, you can get fixated really quick. You can you can get in bondage to, you know, it's so sad, the Internet. Do you know that, that um, the pornography industry – makes more money than Major League Baseball, the NFL, and, and the NBA combined. I mean, most of us, if we think about what we, our entertainment, that's at least, I guess, guys, anyway, I think in terms of sports, well, the pornography combined. There are people, that's, that's, there's a book out there by Patrick Carnes called uh, Out of the Shadows because nobody talks about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. But people are in bondage to lust all over the place. God made us to procreate is wonderful between a man and a woman that are married, but it's not supposed to be outside of that. And, and, and people are in bondage to that. And it's so sad. These phones you can, and kids can get this stuff and it starts really young and parents put, put protections on your kids' cell phones. Don't let them get And you know, but even if you do, you got it still, you've got to raise them. You've got to, you've got to teach them what's right and what's wrong. Cause their friends will show it to them. I mean, there is there is bond. You know, turn on the TV. There's so many immoral things. The 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 good life, the party life, is out there. It's 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 you know, that's what's glorified in our society. And there's nothing wrong with having fun. There's nothing wrong with with a good good family fun. There's nothing wrong with it at all. God wants you to have that. But you can get in bondage so many different ways. We're going to talk about forgiveness in a minute. But I want to tell you, I, I went to see the show with my family Elvis here recently. And, you know, it just, it inspired me in, in, in many ways because Elvis's roots were in the gospel. We're, we're in, we're in, uh, you know, his early life. There's a wonderful, I don't want to ruin the movie, but there's a wonderful scene where he goes to a revival. And that's all I'll say as a, as a young child. And, and, um, and he sang gospel music and, and, and his parents were, were, were believers. And, and I think he was a believer his whole life, but he got in bondage because we're, we're, we're in a war of the spirit versus the flesh. And in his case, the, the, the flesh won out. We all know he died at 42. Can you imagine what would have happened if Elvis Presley had lived to 80 and had continued to make beautiful music and had continued to, to, if he hadn't gotten, they got him addicted to drugs. 
Again, he was under bondage. Again, I'm not going to spoil the movie. Many of you may know things about his life, but that wasn't the only. He was in bondage to unhealthy relationships, and and that's throughout the movie. He, he was in bondage to all kinds of things. It can happen to any of us, and there's only one way out. There's only one way out, and that's a relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus came. He came, of course, to set us free from the penalty of sin. He came to give us hope. He came to give us courage. He came to change our hearts. You know, Jesus doesn't want a relationship with perfect people. He wants a, He wants to change your heart. That's what he's interested. You know, the he, we see this theme throughout his ministry with the Pharisees and the Sadducees where they're these trying to keep these rules, and we do A, B, C, D, and they're criticizing Jesus because he's healing on the Sabbath, and, you know, he's not following the rules. And he's got, you guys don't get it. It's not all about just rules. It's about who are you? Do you care? Do you love other people? Do you love God? Are you? Are you know? The, the, there's a wonderful uh, story in, in, chapter, in Luke chapter 18 about the tax collector and the Pharisee, where the Pharisee's down at the one end of the of the altar, and he's saying, "I'm so glad I'm not like that guy down there. I tithe and I do this and I follow these rules." And he's looking down his nose, and the tax collector, of course, tax collectors were the were the scum of of you know because they they were represented the Romans and they stole from their people in addition to collecting the taxes and if you if you're out there and you're with the IRS I love you don't audit me I'm, you know it's not the same anymore but back then it was really bad and uh, anyway so they were uh, you know they were just looked down upon but the tax collector Jesus says the tax collector's there he's pounding his chest he says God I'm a sinner I need you in my life please God I want more of you and Jesus says this man the tax collector the sinner went home justified not the other guy because there's only one way out and that is a relationship with God. See, you see, the devil, he comes at us where we're weakest, where we're easiest. He he knows. He's, he's sly. He's subtle. He comes at us where, you know, maybe for one per- person it's pornography. Maybe for another person it, it's it's lack of forgiveness. Maybe for another person it's it's drugs. Whatever it is, he, he comes at us. He, he does, and he whispers in our ear, it's okay. You can do this. You can do this. But Jesus came to give us peace. Jesus came to set us free. You know, we see this in John chapter 8, a wonderful, wonderful stretch of Scripture, chapter 8, I'm at verse 31. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him. Now, these are Jews that believed in him. If you think you're a believer and you can't be under bondage, you can't be influenced by this world, that's just not true. Jesus said, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The truth is in his word. The truth is in this Bible. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Are you kidding me? They were all in bondage to, to all kinds of things, in addition to being in bondage to the Grecians and the Babylonians and the Assyrians and the Egyptians and the Romans. They were constantly in bondage. God would They would stray away from God's word, and God would allow them to be in bondage, and then they'd come back and begin worshiping properly, and he'd set them free. So Jesus says, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son, a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. You were sons and daughters of the Most High God. And if we, you know, Jesus tells us that if you love me, you will obey my commands. He says that not because he's some traffic cop sitting behind a 
sign with a radar gun trying to catch you doing stuff. He does it because he knows to have the fulfilling life, the abundant life that he wants for you. The best way to get there, the only way to get there is to obey him and, and, and to rely on him and to believe in him and to love him with all your heart, mind, and soul. That's, that's, that's the only way. We go to, to Matthew chapter, this is such a powerful part of the portion in the Bible, Matthew chapter 18, and uh, it's, it's, just, it's just so true, chapter 18, verses 21 through 35, Peter comes to Jesus and says, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seven times, 70 times seven, or 77 times in the NIV, up to 70 times seven. How many of us have really forgiven somebody seven times? I thought Peter's question from, from, a, from our perspective is a pretty reasonable one. Do I have to forgive somebody seven times? We have trouble forgiving somebody once, certainly twice or three times. So Peter says seven, you know, that seems like a pretty tough. No, Jesus says no, no. 70 times. I'm reminded right now of a, a story I heard about a, a theology professor, and, and, and he brought in his students, and he said, I want you to bring a picture of the person that has done the worst to you in your life, uh, who's really done something to you, you're having trouble forgiving them, and, and you know, really that you just, you just, you don't like them, you know, at whatever level that is, or you just have this resentment towards them and so they all brought in these pictures and he gave them darts and they pat they put these pictures up on the wall and they he allowed them to throw darts at these people and and they all you know relished it no oh, i hit him in the eye and blah 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 they were all getting into it and everything and then he came and he peeled off the pictures one by one and behind there was a picture of our lord and savior jesus christ and and Jesus says in another place in the Bible, he says, he says, what you do to the least of these is what you do to me. And what, what we do, you know, Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, he says, if you, want to, if you want your Father in heaven to forgive you, then you need to forgive your brother and sister. Forgiveness is key. And, you know, it's not just for that other person. Because, you know, when we hold these resentments, we, we hold resentments for 20 years. Somebody did something to us in high school. They don't even know. They, they live in another state now. They, they moved on or maybe they passed away or whatever. They, they have no idea idea that even that we hold this harbor this resentment and what it does though is it puts us in chains this lack of forgiveness puts us in chains if you want to be free you've got to forgive you know there's a brother that, that, that was been on this program before shout out to him and and he talked about being abused and and he talked about how he had a pastor one day pray for him for for hours and walk around him and, and finally got him his mind to in the spirit and and the spirit flowing and he said uh, I want you to forgive repeat after me and forgive this person he said as he forgave that person he audibly heard chains break he'd been in bondage that is what had caused him to go out and live the life that he was living which was not fulfilling now he's living for the lord and he's he's happy he's part of our ministry he's a wonderful brother i love him and and I'm so uh, glad that he's part of our ministry. By the way, if you want to be part of our ministry, you can join us at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, Sunday nights in the Heights. I'll be preaching on grace 
um, this weekend. We we do it a little different. We 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 have a great time. Uh, we're a church plant, so we're not very big. Uh, so you get to know everybody pretty quick, uh, but we're all involved in, in ministry. We're headed after this program over to the Open Door Mission where we have our Break Every Chain ministry every Wednesday at 7 and minister to guys that God's called to a different kind of life. It's a, a place for homeless men and addicted men, and, and uh, they spend seven months there, and, and uh, it, they learn God, job skills, and they learn God, too. They learn all about God every day they start in church. And uh, they they learn how to use a computer and do, make a resume and and if they don't know how to read they learn how to read and they get their GED if they don't have their GED and and they learn how to cope with addiction they do twelve step studies and they do smart recovery studies cognitive recovery and it, and then they they get a job when they're out which is and they come from on the streets to being productive tax paying citizens who are set free and that's what Jesus wants for all of us is is, is to be free and so you know i i just urge you out there uh to to come and join us and and it's sunday nights in the heights it's at 6 p.m and we meet at 240 west 18th street right in the heart of the heights uh we praise and worship and you know it's it's a great way to reset at the end of the weekend and get ready for your week uh we're usually out of there by 7 15 7 30 we don't want to have too long a service because we know people want to get back to family and get some rest for the coming week. But it's a wonderful way. It's a, you know, I, I, I think people always feel uplifted and, and, uh, we'd love to have you join us. It's new coming to church, greater heights. We, we lease space from a Presbyterian church. Uh, we're not Presbyterian. We're a Bible based church. We're a, not that they're not, but we're a, a, a um, non-denominational Bible based spirit filled church. And, and, uh, we're, we're a recovery church. Cause as I said, everybody's recovering from something. It doesn't have to be alcohol and drugs. It can be bitterness. It can be envy. It can be pride. That's a big one. We have, you know, pride is such a problem for for uh, men and I guess some women, but especially for men, I think. And abandonment, worry, fear, anxiety, depression, bitterness. Uh, there's so many things that can keep. So we're a recovery church because we think everybody's recovering from something, and we're there to pray for each other and lift each other. I'd love to meet you. Uh, I meet every single person that comes in, and, and uh, if you come a couple times, you'll you'll know everybody's name, and it's a wonderful thing. But anyway, we have uh, in this country we've we've drifted away from the Lord, and I think that as we go along, uh, I think some people have said that have done that to. Because they want to be free from anything, they want to be free. But it, I, I think it's put us further in bondage. Is what it's done. It's get a, put us more in division. It's put us more in 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 hatred. I mean, uh, people go on Facebook and say just terrible things just because somebody disagrees with them uh, about some political thing. You know, it, you know. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be political. That you shouldn't care about societal issues. But did you know that this is our temporary home? Our permanent home is with our is is with God in heaven. And you know the 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 Bible tells us not to put our uh, put our treasures here on this earth, but to to put place our treasures in heavenly things. God wants you to be free. He wants you to get free. He wants you to remain free, and most importantly, He wants you to help others become free. And that's that's what our ministry is about. And if you want to be involved in the community, we believe in not just being hearers of the word, but doers of the word. I'd, I'd love to meet you this Sunday, two forty West Eighteenth Street. 
uh, 6 p.m. Sunday nights in the Heights. So what we need in this country, we had a declaration of independence. We need a new declaration of dependence. And that's what you need in your life is a declaration of dependence. You need to give your life over to, the, to, to Jesus Christ. You need to, I don't know if you're hearing this and you just happen to be tuned in and, and you don't have a relationship with him. Well, he's he's never going to give up on you. He He wants a relationship with you and he wants to set you free. Um, we used to have a call-in portion on the show, and the second show we ever had, somebody came, called in, and and uh, and we prayed them into to a relationship with Jesus Christ, into salvation. That was that show that made this this uh, I call it a show, this program, whatever we want to call it, this ministry, all worth it. So if you're out there, all you have to do is say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. Lord Jesus. I want to change. Lord Jesus, I invite you into my life. I know that you you died for my sins and you were resurrected to give me the promise of eternal life and I make you my Lord and Savior. That's all you have to do. And then and life's going to change and then go get baptized. Go join a, a Bible-based church that teaches the Bible, teaches the gospel of Jesus Christ and your life will change. If you want to be free, that's the way to do it. If you have a friend or relative that's in bondage and you want them to be free, that's the path to do it. Uh, I'd love to help you. You can also email me, by the way, at Pastor John, that's J-O-N, Pastor John at NCC Greater Heights, Pastor John at NCC Greater Heights dot org, Pastor John at NCC Greater Heights dot org, J-O-N. And if you know somebody that's in bondage, I'd love to try to help place some men or women in a, in a in a faith-based ministry that, that will teach them that a relationship with Jesus Christ is the path to freedom. It's an honor to be with you every Wednesday at 530. Uh, this is Pastor John Allworth from New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We love you at New Covenant, Heights, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. But more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.